0: The SEC tournament has come to an end. The Vols fall to Auburn in the championship game. As a person who attended the game, the overall performance from the team was pitiful. No other way to put it, just absolutely horrible. Uh, Rick and the team have a lot to fix before the first round of the tournament. Vols will play Colgate in the South to start the tournament in Columbus, Ohio. We'll look into that in a second. First, I want to look into the SEC tournament, what happened there. Tennessee had a chance to win their first SEC tournament title in over 40 years. They had to get through Mississippi State, Kentucky, and Auburn. Tennessee's played Auburn three times in the past two years, and now Auburn has gone 3-0 and in all of those games, which is something that I don't understand. Uh, let's start out with the Mississippi State game. Vols win 83-76. Uh, Tennessee had control of this game for the most part, just about all game. Uh, Schofield put up 28 points. Uh, They looked really, or not 28, excuse me, he put up 20 points in the quarterfinal. Tennessee looked really, really good for the most part. Uh, An opportunity to prove themselves on a neutral court. For the most part, they did that. They were able to get through that first game. I don't think many people were worried about uh, Mississippi State. But they kind of kept it closer than we would have hoped. They kept it much closer than what it was when Tennessee played them at home. When they beat them by 17. But it is what it is, I guess. The win over Mississippi State put you in a game in the semifinals against Kentucky. Third matchup of the season, everybody knows you go to Kentucky, get blown out, and Knoxville, blow them out, so neutral court. It's probably going to be a pretty good game, and by that, they delivered. It was a fantastic game. Vols and the Cats were tight throughout most of the game. Kentucky tried to pull away late. We put their or extended their lead up to eight with under what was it under two minutes under three minutes left to go in the game. It seemed like the falls were done, the season was over, or at least the SEC season. Time to look ahead to the tournament, prepare for that, get an extra day of rest, start coming back. This team, who fights and fights. And fights for everything. They give you hope. They come back. They tie the game. Turner nails a three to win the game. Vol Nation goes wild. It's Wild in Bridgestone. Party on Broadway Saturday night. That puts us in the championship game. That puts us in a game against Auburn. In a game against former coach Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl is a guy who's had Tennessee's number the past three years. Rick Barnes dominated Bruce Pearl and Auburn when he first came to Tennessee. But in recent history, hasn't had that same success. Last time Tennessee lost a home game to Auburn, last season. Tennessee went to Auburn, lost. They lost to Auburn 84-80. Closer game, but still one you shouldn't lose. Win that game, get a share of the SEC, champ- SEC regular season championship again, back-to-back regular season SEC champions. Lose that, lose that opportunity. Fall to a three seed. You get the opportunity to play Ken- Kentucky in the SEC champion or the SEC semifinals, and possibly LSU in the championship or whoever wins that. Florida had a chance to go. South Carolina had a chance to go. Really, those top four teams in that top part of the bracket had an opportunity to go. Auburn won their semifinal game. They are in the spot. And that was something that many Tennessee fans looked at and said, okay, we're better than Auburn. We can beat Auburn. We can figure it out. We got Rick Barnes. We just prepared for him. We lost. That was on the road. Tennessee fans are going to be in attendance. And let me tell you, they were. Ninety, ninety-five percent Tennessee fans. I went to the game, and it was a Tennessee home game. Tennessee lost by 20 points in a home game in Nashville. I understand, yeah, it's technically neutral court, but with the amount of fans that were there, it was a Tennessee home game. Uh, Tennessee fans did what they could. They can't go out there and shoot for them. Uh, we were loud a lot in the first half. We were pumped. We were excited. We were in an SEC championship game, a game we know we can win, a game we should win against a team we should beat. We were excited going to the half down eight or nine or whatever it was. A little worried, but then again, we kind of knew, all right, right, we're it's single digits, Rick Barnes, he can get this team going. He can get this team motivated. Admiral can get this team going. Grant motivator. All right, let's go. We're gonna be okay. Well, Grant eventually started scoring in the second half. Uh, Grant ended with what? Did he end with thirteen points. Yeah, decent game. SEC Player of the Year. Struggling in the first half. Could have had more, but. Hey, it's whatever. 13 points, a decent outing. That goes along with 8 rebounds to assist. So a good day, for the most part, for Grant. Uh, three fouls, of course. But let me tell you, that officiating, from what I saw, was awful. You might have seen that on TV if you were there. You might have seen that there. But let me tell you, it was unbelievable. Put put the little clapping emojis in between each syllable. That's what it was. Unbelievable. Admiral Schofield finished with well from 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 the rank from the field. Shot one for eight. Oh for two from three. Four points. Four points. Your senior leader. Four points in the SEC championship game. Thirty-three minutes. Five rebounds, two assists, four fouls. Those fouls, for the most part, came pretty late. So that's not something that affected him really at all throughout the game. But let me tell you, this guy showed up. This next guy showed up. 7 for 12 from the field. 4 for 6 from 3 on fire today. 24 points, Lamonte Turner. Before the game-winning shot against Kentucky, Lamonte was somebody who was off. Frankly, for the most part, he was off. He couldn't really get that three going consistently, and that's something a lot of Tennessee fans feared going into the tournament. If he's going to shoot, he has to make them. If he's not going to make them, he needs to stop shooting. He kind of picked that up in the Kentucky game, picked that up, of course, here in the championship game. Hopefully, he can carry that into the NCAA tournament. But, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Faulkie no points. Walker no points. Ponds no points. Johnson no points. Alexander two points. Like I said, Schofield four points. Boom eleven points. Bowden ten points. I mean, they just didn't show up. Kyle, you got got to score more than two points. I understand. It's tough. You're you're facing one of the best teams in the SEC, but you're the you're the big man for the team. You're the guy that's got to go up there and dominate the paint. You're the Canadian assassin. Don't know if that's an actual nickname. I just made that up. But uh, it could stick. It could stick. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. I don't know. Admiral, come on. The two seniors combined for six points And a total of 47 minutes. Combined 47 minutes, six points. If you want to win, you cannot have that. You cannot have it. So... They had to figure something out. The guy's got to start shooting. Uh, Folky played 12 minutes. 12 minutes, no points. Did an okay job rebounding. Uh, three rebounds, so not something that's that's great. Uh, five rebounds also for Alexander. So the two big men didn't. They couldn't get anything going on uh, down low. Couldn't get anything going on defense. Couldn't get very many rebounds. Pons, only got four minutes, but the four minutes he was in, zero, 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 zero. No shots, no rebounds, no assists, no fouls, no points, no contribution. All he did was go out there and run around for four minutes. Eve Pons was, I mean, you know, he's a guy that we looked forward to coming into the season. There's this guy from France that could be dominant. He could be our dominant man down low. Ever since getting injured, he hasn't been that guy. He's lost a bunch of minutes. Went from a starter to a now bench role player. Finishes the season 2.5 points per game. Two rebounds a game. Half an assist per game. Against Kentucky, once again, 3 for 16. No points. One rebound. No assist. Mississippi State, no points, no assist, one rebound. The last regular season game against Mississippi State, no points, no rebounds, no assist. Against Kentucky, at Kentucky, no points, no rebounds, no ass- one ass- one rebound, no assist. Last time Ponds had more than three points in a game, February fifth against Missouri, six points. So. Pons has not been that guy we've expected him to be this year. And, I mean, that's okay. We still have guys like Fulkerson, Walker. Walker, who stepped up, honestly, earned some minutes. Didn't get many minutes in this game, four minutes, but he's worked his way through the depth chart, and he's earned some opportunities. But we've also had guys like Alexander Williams and Schofield that are also supposed to man up the paint. They're supposed to go down there and guard the rim down low, dominate the paint, And they haven't been able to do that. Haven't been able to do that. Two points against Kentucky and Auburn in the semifinal championship game. A piece for Kyle. Pitiful. Can't have that. So, I don't know what to tell you. The fans, like I said, they got up. They were ready. In the second half, when the team needed to get going, we were on our feet. We were cheering. We were loud. It was loud in that arena. If you couldn't tell from home, it was loud. It was loud. Ask anybody that was there, it was loud. We were excited. When we were trading threes, going back and forth, trying to get a spark, trying to get something going in that second half, Tennessee fans showed up. They were loud. I don't know what else Tennessee fans can do. I don't know what else Rick Barnes can do. Rick can't go out there and shoot the ball for him. I understand that he's the coach and he has to get these guys ready. But when they're missing shots that they make every day, what can you do? You can't do anything. You put Pines in there. Pines doesn't do anything. Walker doesn't do anything. Uh, Fulkerson doesn't do anything. I mean, there's nothing you can do. The only guy that showed up is Lamonte Turner, and he got a ton of minutes because he deserved it, and he probably should have got more. We probably should have ran him into the ground because we needed him. Uh, Bowden played a pretty decent game, I guess. Uh, Bowden did all right. But let me tell you, oh, my goodness, a lot of turnovers. What was it, like eight turnovers and ten possessions? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I can tell you what, if you do that against Colgate, you ain't winning that one either. You are not winning that one against Colgate. Eight turnovers and ten possessions. Pitiful, 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 pitiful. That is not SEC basketball. That's not Tennessee basketball. So I don't know what Rick's going to have to do to get these guys going, but he's got to figure something out, and he's got to figure it out fast because the tournament's approaching. I think it's not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday, Tennessee kicks off their tournament season. They got to get ready. I don't I don't know what to tell you other than they got to figure something out in the next week and a half before they head up to Columbus. And honestly, if you're not going to the game, I don't blame you. If you are, God bless you. God bless you cuz you're going to need it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm speechless. I don't know what to tell you. I've talked about it for it's about 15 minutes now. The guys got to motivate themselves. They got to get in the gym this next week and a half. They got to put up a ton of shots. Second team It's going to have to play great defense against them. And also, also, before I go any further, credit to Auburn. They were given opportunities to make threes. They made them. And they were able to get hot enough to the point where they were making threes with hands in their face. That is an elite level of three-point shooting when you can knock down consistent three-pointers with hands in your face. Bruce Pearl... Is able to get that team motivated. We know what he can do. Okay, we know what he can do. He's done. It. He did it at Tennessee. He's doing it at Auburn. I don't know how far Auburn's going to go in the tournament. I feel like they're extremely beatable if you can lock down that three-pointer. So we'll we'll see how they do in the tournament. Tennessee more than likely won't have to face either them or Kentucky in the tournament unless both of them make it to the final four. So that's a plus on Tennessee side. Tennessee bracket. Looks extremely good, though. I'll say that. Tennessee's bracket looks extremely good. We got the region we wanted. We got put in the South. We're in Virginia's. Let me tell you something. I I would take a three seed in the Midwest if we got that region. Because let me tell you, North Carolina is the one seed in that region. Auburn's five. Kansas, four. Iowa State, six. Houston, three. Wofford, seven. Kentucky, two. I mean, I would... Kentucky's going to play Wofford or Seton Hall in their second game. And probably Houston in their third game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they might lose to North Carolina in their Elite Eight. I doubt they go out any earlier than that. Tennessee got Virginia as their one seed. Home Miss, eight. Wisconsin's the five. Kansas State, the four. Villanova, the six. Purdue, the three. Cincinnati, the seven. They'll be playing Colgate the first game. I already know ton of toothpaste Jokes are going to be made. Hopefully we can brush them off the court. I mean, I don't know why we couldn't. But assuming all the top seeds win, and at least Tennessee's half of the bracket, they'll be playing Cincinnati and then Purdue in their games to the Elite Eight, where they'd play Virginia. Surely Tennessee gets through Colgate. Look forward to Cincinnati or Iowa. I think those are two fairly decent matchups. I would probably rather have Iowa, although they might be the better team. We'll see. I know Rick Barnes hasn't made it out of the first weekend in his last seven trips. So getting that win over Colgate and Cincinnati or Iowa to get to the Sweet 16 is going to be a very, very big deal for Richard Barnes and the crew. And I know, what is has he ever made it past the Sweet 16? Did it once maybe, I don't know. But you know his record. No Final Fours, I don't think no Elite Eights. Hey, I mean, this is the best team Rick's going to have, probably with Tennessee. I know he's bringing in some big names next year. Hopefully after DJ Burns goes through the fat camp, all that good stuff, he'll be ready to defend down low for take over uh, Kyle spot, whatever. Purdue or Villanova. Looks like Purdue or Villanova is going to come out of that part of the bracket. I don't see St. Mary's or Old Dominion topping either of those two teams. Although I wouldn't mind seeing Old Dominion playing the Sweet 16. That'd be nice. Uh, another double-digit team, the 14 seed there, taking on Purdue. March 21st at 9.50. Whew! 9.50. Oh, my. 9.50. I don't know. If, I, I assume that's Central time since they'll be in Columbus. I think that's Central. Is that Central or Eastern? I assume it's Central. I don't know. If it's 9.50. Who cares? It's still 9.50. They'll be playing until 11. No, they won't. They'll be playing until 12. Who in the world thought it'd be a good idea to schedule Purdue and Old Dominion at 950. I'm sure there's other games. North Carolina and Iona at 920. Oh, man. That's late. Why so late? Iowa State, Ohio State, 950. Walford, Seton Hall, 940. Why? Why? Michigan, Montana, 920. Who else? Syracuse, Baylor. 9.57? 9.57? 10 o'clock? Why? Syracuse, Baylor are tipping off at 10. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. 9.57, Virginia Tech, St. Louis put Virginia Tech on upset alert for a 10 o'clock tip-off. St. Louis is going to come ready to go. They won their conference championship. I wouldn't be surprised if they're looking to you know what? They got a chance to go to the Sweet 16. Now that I'm looking at it, St. Louis. If they if they beat Virginia Tech at that 10 o'clock tip-off, they come ready to play. They'll play Mississippi State or Liberty in the second round. Hey, if you're looking for a bracket buster, St. Louis might be that team. St. Louis might be that team that can get that upset. Keep that in mind when you're looking at it times. VCU UCF tipping off at 40 8-9 matchup right there. That oh man. They're really giving you basketball all day. From noon to midnight. They're giving you basketball all day. It's gonna be exciting. Starting next week. It's gonna be fun. Anyways, Tennessee's got a good chance to get out of the first round. If Rick Barnes can't do it. I don't know. I mean, I don't I'm not gonna say he's on the hot seat. I've been a fan of Rick Barnes since he was hired. I thought it was a good hire. I think he's a great coach. Got KD to where he is now. Got him to the NBA at least. Uh, he's going to get Admiral. He's going to get Grant to the NBA. Probably DJ Burns and some of, some of those other recruits. I can't even think of their names right now. But some of those five-star recruits he's bringing in, those are, those are some guys that are going to go to the NBA. Jordan Bone, probably going to go to the NBA. Lamonte Turner, going to have a chance to play in the D-League probably. Kyle Alexander might have an opportunity to play in the D-League overseas, you know. However, if he wants to continue his professional career, he can do that. But I'm getting way off track. Tennessee Colgate. Iowa-Cincinnati. The path has been laid out for Tennessee to get to the Sweet 16. And it's a fairly easy one. So, I don't know why they can't do it. They should be able to do it, and they better do it. Because these, let me tell you, these fans, they're not happy. They're not happy. They're not happy. The officiating, the officiating was absolutely horrible. Oh, my goodness. It's terrible. Anyways, let's get off the topic. Let's try to find something positive. Unfortunately, nothing positive came out of the weekend from Tennessee baseball as they were swept against two, The Auburn Tigers. So, Tennessee baseball starts season, what, 15-1, 16-1, something like that, going into SEC play. Has a chance to show what they're worth in their first SEC weekend series, and they don't show up. They're simply unable to show up. Had a late lead on Sunday, to Auburn 5-3 to complete the sweep. So, Tennessee's got to... Go back to the drawing board on the baseball diamond, just like Tennessee's gonna have to do on the hardwood. Uh, They're gonna have to get ready. Gotta get ready for uh, UNC Nashville, I think this. UNC, oh geez. UNC Asheville, I think this week. So, we'll see how they do. They got a week to prepare for their next SEC series. Oh, my bad. They'll be playing ETSU this week. On Tuesday, it looks like, at 5 p.m. At ETSU. Alright, that'll be interesting. They're going to to ETSU. And they'll play their... Where am I at? What in tarnation. Okay, I lied. I don't know why I thought that Tennessee was playing next Wednesday for some reason. I don't know how that got into my head. But they'll be playing this weekend, of course. Weekend series. Start the start the NCAA tournament on the twenty second, I believe, is what I said. Let me find it to correct myself. Yes. March twenty-second, Friday. This coming up Friday at two forty-five p.m. for the tip-off. Looks like they will be following Cincinnati and Iowa. So if you want to take a look at what Tennessee will be Playing against in Cincinnati and Iowa. Kind of scout the opponent. Prepare yourself for what to expect, what not to expect for either team. Check that out at noon. And then Tennessee follows them at 245. And softball news, Lady Vols rocked BYU. Whooped up on Texas as well this weekend. Lady Vols looking good on the diamond, on the softball diamond. They're looking pretty, pretty good. Beat BYU twice. So, good weekend for the Lady Vols on the softball diamond. As they get ready for the long stretch of the SEC. SEC Athletics is off today, Monday, whenever you're listening to this. If you're listening to this later in the week, they had an off day Monday. Softball, baseball will both be on the road. Softball goes to Liberty. Tennessee, baseball goes to ETSU. So that's really all I got today. I normally upload, or I'm planning on uploading podcasts sometime in the midweek between Tuesday and Thursday. Hopefully I can lock in a Wednesday upload each week of the podcast, but I'm going to released this a little early. had an opportunity to sit down after getting home after the SEC Championship. Just wanted to give my thoughts while I had them here on Sunday night. So, thanks for listening. Um, Go Vols, of course. I'm planning on starting a sports blog for... Tennessee Athletics, Smokey's favorite blog. I'll let you know on Twitter when that's up and running, when the first article is up. I'm going to try to do that weekly, a couple times a week. As we know, as we get into the summer, news cycles die down. Unless you want to hear about Tennessee football practice, then there's probably not going to be much news. But I'll try to do it as much as I can to inform the people. It's the People's Podcast. It's going to be the People's Blog. I'm going to give you what you want. If you want to hear something, if you want me to write about something, let me know. I'll do it. I don't care what I got to go through. I'll dig through the research. I'll dig through the archives to find what you want, and I'll give it to you. But once again, thanks for listening. Thanks so much. Keep up with the Twitter. I'm going to try to be more active on the Twitter. At Smokey's Favorite follow me there. It's unlikely you're listening to this podcast without getting it through Twitter. But if you are, head over to Twitter. Give me a follow. I'll follow you back. Unless you're a Kentucky fan. But that's just how it goes on Rocky Top. Thanks for listening. See you guys probably next Wednesday. Unless Tennessee goes out in the first round. Then you'll probably get another Monday episode. So we'll see how it goes. Thanks for listening. See you next week.